Now remember, we follow a process every single day because we don't know on what day we will get our kickoff point to, we, to the point where we get an amazing trend and it does incredible. So that's why we have to treat each day as its own separate unique circumstance. Each trade, if you guys remember from in the zone, is a completely unique circumstance from the trade before it and from the next trade. Each one is unique. And each one will have a random distribution of win or random distribution of loss. Our job as a trader is to curtail that loss when it happens, but let the winners run for as long as they possibly can. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. On today's episode, we're going to stop talking about how to trade and show you exactly how we do trade inside the 10-minute trading room. So be sure to stay to the end so I can show you exactly how to get that $5,488 worth of trading education for free. Let's get into it. I'm going to show you every single trade that we put on over the last couple of weeks and how we traded them. And hopefully you'll find a ton of value with this. So here's everything we've traded inside the 10-minute trading room. The How to Trade Stock Options podcast is now exclusively on sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. And that's where you can find us every single week over at sharevision.com. Just head to sharevision.com to learn more and type in 10 minute stock trader in the search bar. Come like and subscribe. I can't wait to see you over there at sharevision.com, the first dedicated streaming platform for the world of finance. Good afternoon, traders. How y'all doing today? I, uh, my, my live stream does not look super hot. I can see it's a little bit, a little bit not perfect. If you guys can hear and see me, let me know by just saying, uh, that you're good in the chat or if it's not working for you, let me know and I can try and change a couple things. Ernie's here. Good to see you, Ernie. Donna, good to see you. Very cool. Yeah, just a quick reminder before we get started today. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'm giving a presentation over at TCU. And uh, I do plan on being back here in time for our normal live stream. But if I'm not, I will pull over on the side of the road and have a chat with you. We'll treat it like a defensive day. Um, so, yeah, just want to double check and let you guys remember that. Ernie says, gotcha. Tyler says, it's all good. Donna says she can hear and see me. Perfect. Glad to hear it. Awesome. Okay, cool. So I was doing some research today, working on the uh, the intraday trading strategy, and I found something really interesting. Unfortunately, <laughs> I have deleted the data, but I can still describe it to you. Give me a second here. So the last few days, I've been getting caught in these uh, moves early in the morning that were not working for me. And so I'm looking at it objectively saying, okay, why aren't these working? What can I learn from them? And that's part of the webinar on Friday is you, you don't have to lose. You can treat every trade as an opportunity, win or learn. How you can use every trade to improve your trading. So with that mindset, I was going through and I was like, okay, what's going on? What can I learn? And the craziest thing came through. I was like, you know what? I'm seeing these trends develop later on in the day, not in the morning, not in the first hour. And, you know, you can see it over and over and over almost. And I was like, what quantifiably is that? 
And I, I, I was doing some math on it, and I found that between, now this is central time. I made a note on my other screen, where is it at? From 11.01 a.m. central time to 1.59 p.m. central time, that is the optimum time for a day trade. And I say the optimum time because that historically, given the back-tested results here, um, showed the greatest returns and highest win rates. So you're not uh, getting these fake-out moves earlier on in the day. And I was like, whoa, who would have thought, right? Plus, the other thing is that you're looking for the new entry signal, right? Let's say if you were looking here at 11.30, that's not a new entry signal. That's a continuation. Waiting for the new entry signal is something like this, where it comes back and then starts again, right? That I was mentioning a couple days ago, buying the dip, that's almost exactly what that would be in that case. So letting it work, getting the uh, the dip to come through, and then buying it back again. And I was like, oh man, this is cool. So I'm really enjoying the uh, I'm really enjoying the discovery aspect of testing a new strategy. I'm not enjoying how much it's costing me <laughs> because I'm making mistakes, but also learning from those mistakes in this strategy. And being that it is on the 12 minute time frame, this is super doable for pretty much anybody out there. It's just wait for an alert, grab an alert, and roll. It's not every two minutes looking for uh, a trade, every every five minutes looking for a trade. So yeah, super, super interesting. And then catching these midday trends is more profitable than trying to uh, get in at the beginning of the day, but rather waiting for that second time that the trend happens and going for that. I found that really interesting. Brian, good to see you. Kavan with the fist bump. Victor, hello, my friend. All right, so with all that being said, um, don't forget, this Friday, we are having the live web class, Win or Learn, uh, and we'll be doing that live 9 a.m. Eastern time on Friday. I haven't come up with a new uh, webinar challenge item just yet, but I will. I promise you I will, and it's going to be something fun. But... The way to get the webinar challenge or the way to win the webinar challenge is just for you to come live and invite someone else to come live and have that person say, hey, Brian sent me or Donna sent me or Chewy sent me or whomever else sent me. Nima sent me. <laughs> Good to see you, Nima. Okay, so all that out of the way, let's get right into our market analysis. Waiting for this to pull up here. All right, very cool. Bigger. There we go. Welcome to the 10 minute trading room. This is how to trade in 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now with our 10 minutes to freedom trading strategy named by our friend Nima. It always starts with the market. And the market, we need to see the 10 day under the 20 day with price under the 50 day to be bearish. So let's go to the daily charts. And we have the 10 day being under the 20 day with price under the 50 day and a really strong late day sell-off right now. You can see that that's the last half hour. So yeah, pretty interesting there. But that's still a bearish setup. Next, let's go to MMFI, 35%. So this means only 35% of the stocks in the S&P 500 are bullish right now. 65% continue to be bearish, measured by those stocks under their own 50-day moving average. 
Next, Fin Club came through with a yellow day. And what we want to see is basically green or anything else. When it's anything else, today is an offensive day. Now, with offensive days like this, uh, that's when all market conditions are lined up and we'll be looking to put on new positions today. But first, we need to start with our existing positions. We need to do one thing and one thing only, and that is reduce risk every single day. The most amount of risk you'll ever have in a trade is as soon as you put it on. Meaning that you are as close to your planned exit point as you will be ever as soon as it gets put on. But once that trade's working, once you find a trade that is a glorious trade that's going to go on, that dude can run and it can run for a long, long time. Unfortunately, lately, we just have had a lot of chop in the market and I'll own that and it just hasn't been a beautiful trend in any direction. But I'll tell you, that's coming with our final thoughts today. Now, we're going to look at each one of our trades that we have on right now. We're going to ask ourselves, what are our planned, our, our, we're going to ask ourselves, are we at our planned exit point? Are the profits locked in? And we're going to say that that's in theory, because granted, anything can happen. Is our trend line, the line we're following, is that past our entry point? If so, then we're only going to follow the trend line at that point. If not, we do have three ways to control our risk. So let's go to the first one here. As the market continues to sell off, let's start with Carvana. Carvana, this was really funny to me. I was playing with this earlier today and I'm like, wait a minute, look at the scale. It actually goes negative. <laughs> actually goes negative. I don't, I don't anticipate that to happen. But I was like, well, that's kind of funny. And it was causing my cursor not to be as easy as possible to move. But here's uh, here's Carvana. You can see the back test shows basically going to zero, nearly. But let's look at our planned exit points. Let's first ask ourselves, are the profits locked in on this? We're following the five day. The five day is right at around 23.50. Our entry point was at 22.09, so not quite yet. And that's okay. If no, we ask ourselves, are any of these true? <clears throat> any of these true? Well, first is the half ATR from entry, which I, I went ahead and put on yesterday after we uh, closed our session here. And it is not above that point, so that's not a point we have to get out. Next, yesterday's high. Yesterday's high was at 24.58, definitely not above that. Then lastly, the back-tested trend line. The one with the least amount of risk is the back-tested trend line, so we're going to move that down from 23.91 to 2361, let's call it 2360 right now. So our planned exit point for Carvana is if it goes above 23, well actually 2348, that's where it came to. Our planned exit point for Carvana is if the price of it of Carvana closes above 2348. Easy as it comes, we pulled in our risk on that. Next is uh, Philip Morris. Now Philip Morris, we've had a couple days and this one earlier on in the day actually looked like it was about to, if it had closed earlier in the day at the highs, then it would have had a planned exit point hit. But as of right now, the planned exit point is only the five day because it's already past our entry point. So all we gotta do is move that down from 95.07 down to 94.68. So taking in risk on two stocks makes it really easy. Next is Comcast. Comcast is like knocking on its door. So yesterday we put on Comcast, fresh, very clean, perfect entry signal that we got right here. As you can see today, it has gone back up. 
And our planned exit point needs to be either a half ATR from entry, a close above yesterday's high, or the backtested trend line broken. So a half ATR, what is the ATR value? Was 39.18 minus 38.28. So one ATR was 90 cents. So 39.18 plus 0.45 gets you to 39.63. So that's a half ATR. That's 13 cents off of where we're at right now. It's super, super close. The five day is right at 39.72. That's what I got marked on there. So it's major, major close. So what I wanna do when this happens is I wanna let this run for another 10, 15 minutes while we do everything else. Then we can come back to Comcast and say, okay, is it a valid exit signal? Is it a valid uh, continuation? Let's just see what happens. So that's everything that we have on right now. PM, we pulled in our risk. Carvana, we pulled in our risk. And lastly, uh, Comcast is super mega close. It's getting closer by the minute. Uh, we're gonna let that run just for a few minutes. Okay, so now let's go from there into the charts. The easiest, fastest, bestest way that I've ever found to do charts is with a scanner. Now it's gonna go through the most active stocks out there. Uh, and the top stock list is already ported to your account as long as you um, grabbed it from the trading room. We're going to have the AI chart bearish power scanner and let that run. When I say it's already ported to your account, if you go inside the 10-minute trading room, go here to top stock list, click this button, and it'll go straight into your TrendSpider account if you have one, which I definitely recommend. Oh, wow, we maxed it out at 100. Okay, so we may have to be busy. Let's get busy. Clone the watch list and copy all these. Open up our Excel file that's going to transpose these so we can put them into our relative strength scanner. Okay. Now let's go through each of these and see who comes through with the relative strength. Edit, pay special, values, and sell A5. And some of these are repeat offenders, right? There's Shopify, there's Disney. Um, let's see if anyone else. I can see there's apps. We, did, we looked at apps yesterday. All right, so in this tranche, we only have three. That's okay. Clear, grab those. Microsoft. Benzingo list, my master list here, edit. All right, let's go to the next list, next group. Copy those through, Amazon was on there. I haven't traded Amazon since they uh, did their stock split but I know it's a hell of a lot more affordable now. This is like over $3,000 a share, I think, at one point. All right, give that a second run. Yeah, now it's about $100 a share. That's a lot more tradable instrument, I'll tell you that. Just one in this group, interesting, okay. This is into, and then let's do our last group here. Edit, pay special values.
Hopefully it won't take too long. There we go. So really, not that many that pulled through on a regular strength. That's okay. Clear. Grab those. And let's go through each one of these and back test them. So now we've gone through from the 500 stocks in the S&P 500, we're down to the relative strength had only a handful. Now we're gonna back test those. Now we're looking for positive expectancy and finding the best historically proven trend line to follow. And let's start with Doc N. And we may have done these already in the last couple days. I don't remember because <laughs> I see so many stocks like you guys do. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna treat them as if it's a brand new setup here. So strategy tester, 10 day bearish full and run. Now what we wanna see is a positive number right here. That shows our positive expectancy, which is what we wanna see. We're matching our stock and our strategy together to find positive expectancy. So this one in this case being a negative expectancy, we're gonna mark it red and not come back to it. ZS, ooh, that has a good amount. Let me remove all annotations here. 61% there. When I find one that does look good, we're gonna mark it blue and we'll come back. Microsoft, negative expectancy into negative expectancy. I'm not into a negative expectancy, I'll tell you that. Okay, GSK, negative. MRTX, negative. ZM, it's positive. Is this Zoom? Yeah, it is Zoom. I thought it was. Okay, so now let's go look at between, we only have two right now, so ZS and ZM. Between these two, was the 10-day or the five-day having a higher expectancy? So the 10-day is 91%, the five-day is 35%. So we like the 10-day. So 10-day PEP, planned exit point, done. And then let's go next to ZS. Oh my gosh, I don't know if y'all can hear my kids, but I sure can. <laughs> they need to go back to school. Uh, 20% on the five day and 61% on the 10 day. So we like the 10 day here too. <clears throat> Remember yesterday there was on a lot of liquidity. Hopefully we can find more today. All right, now let's go from ZS on here. We like the 10 day. Oh, we need to check and make sure that the back test exceeds the second and third ATR entry points. So let me just update this. ZM and ZS. And it's gonna show us our second and third entry points here. All right, so ZS first at 129.60. Let's go back to our 10 day. Let's mark on here 129.60. 129.60. That would be a third entry. And let's go on this down here and let's get an idea of where it would go in 10 candles. So 10 candles puts it around 
Not quite there, but as you can see, if this was plotted out all the way, it definitely looks like it would work. 17 candles is 29%. I mean, it's not quite there, but it's really close. 17 candles is 29%. Let me show you exactly what that looks like. That's 17 candles over. And historically, it's gone down 29% in that time. So yeah, that, that's a clear runway for me right there. Let's go to the next one, which was uh, ZM. And we need to see a sub 91.85. 91.85 on the 10 day. Let's mark 91.85. Hey, Maria, good to see you. Glad you made it. All right, on the 10 day, we are looking at how many in 10 candles? 13%? Oh yeah, this is definitely gonna pass. It's right at it at 10 days and it would go a little bit lower. Actually, it would go down to 22%. So yeah, that looks clear too. When these come through <clears throat> in a couple days, we'll be able to plot it out there and you'll be able to see it better. Okay, so let's move on to CMCS. Both of these pass, okay? Passing on here, we know we're gonna focus on the 10 day. Let's go now into liquidity. Let's look at 21 days expiration, 250 plus open interest, 50 cent bid ask spread, and 20% or less extrinsic value. So let's go first to ZM, since I got it up. Open interest, okay, so this is at August 5th. That's about 21 days out. Don't really have a lot of liquidity there. Let's go closer. Oh, there's a lot more here. Let's go one more just to see. No, okay. Let's go farther. August 12th. No, okay. So this is the only one that has, <clears throat> excuse me. This is the only one that has liquidity that I can see. And that's the 110 at 389. Now let's look at our extrinsic value. Oh yeah, $5.24 over an $8 uh, option there. That's way too much, 524 divided by 8.15. That's 64% extrinsic value. Way, 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 way too much. And there wasn't any volume other than those two that I saw. Now I will tell you right now we're coming into earnings season and we're gonna see a lot more elevated premiums like this one right here. If this was not in earnings season, this may be $3. This may be $2.50, something like that. Uh, but right now, this is way too expensive. If we go out to August 19th, there's a bunch there, but I mean, every single one of these is over $10. And that's where I like to keep it for you guys is $10 or less. So ZM, while it is set up, does not have the liquidity that I look for to put on a trade. And that's okay, follow the rules. Let's go to ZS. So ZS does not have any liquidity on the 5th. Does not have any liquidity on the 29th. It does have some on the 22nd. We'll come back to that one. Let's take a look at the 12th. No. It does here. All of these are over $10. And this one's even over $10, pushing over $11. That's the only one that has liquidity for like six cycles. One, two, three, four, five, five cycles. 
Yeah, I'm going to skip this one too. So ZS and ZM are both set up, but they don't match my liquidity criteria to get in. They might match for you. And if that is true, by all means, you have my endorsement to go for it. Doesn't mean it's going to work clearly, but it is set up from a trade perspective. Maybe even you just want to go short shares. Uh, but for me, this these are going to be a pass for me. So let's go back to... Let's go back to... Comcast and see where he's at right now. Yeah, that looks fine. It's right at the five day. It's less than half an ATR. It's right at half an ATR. So for me, we can hold that another day. So I'm going to make that decision right now. It may go up or down a couple pennies for the next couple minutes or so. But look at the spy. Spy is really selling off. Let's go back to here real quick. Oh my gosh. Ernie says, nope, if you're not, I'm not. I get it, dude. Yeah. I, th and that's the reason why. I want to be able to get in, and I want to be able to get out, and I don't want to have to pay a lot for the privilege to do so. <laughs> yeah, Spy's selling off pretty hard. Now, I will tell you, tomorrow, I've seen several people trying to forecast the uh, CPI numbers are supposed to be really, really bad. And that concerns me, because when people are making that ahead of time, it's buy the news. Uh, what is it? Uh, buy the rumors, sell the news. Um... I think that could be a setup here for tomorrow where people are uh, selling the rumor and buying the news. I don't know, but just thought I'm having because I'm saying uh, I, I even, I don't know how, I don't ever watch news, but somehow across my Twitter feed, somebody had reposted the uh, the Biden admins um, press secretary uh, giving warnings on the CPI number for tomorrow. And I was like, oh, geez, when when too many people know about it, that's, uh, that's not a good sign. But we got to follow the plan. Okay, let's move on into our final thoughts. I got a really, really good one for you today. But I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> Just a second. Okay. This I hope that this one helps you um, feel a little bit better, right? Uh, a great account to follow. Blog Julian Kumar. Now remember... We follow a process every single day because we don't know on what day we will get our kickoff point to, we, to the point where we get an amazing trend and it does incredible. So that's why we have to treat each day as its own separate, unique circumstance. Each trade, if you guys remember from In The Zone, is a completely unique circumstance from the trade before it and from the next trade. Each one is unique. And each one will have a random distribution of win or random distribution of loss. Our job as a trader is to curtail that loss when it happens, but let the winners run for as long as they possibly can. So I say all that to frame you, say to mind frame you for what we're going to talk about here. The stock market trends only 40% of the time. Growth stocks lead only 40% of the time. Your trading approach is right only 40% of the time. And you want to make money 100% of the time? Do you see the problem here? Patience is the key. Now I want to break this one down. This one's really deep. Really, really useful here. And let's talk about it. If the stock market trends only 40% of the time, well, why trade the other 60% of the time? That's what I meant by saying... We don't know when that will occur. And if we wait 
on the sidelines, not doing anything, not paying attention. And then that 40% comes and goes, that's it. Myself personally, I made all of all of my money all of my returns last year were made between January and May. That's it. The rest of the year I was dipping my toe in and losing money the rest of the year. Minervini, same thing. All of his money was made between January and April. That he's the greatest trader of all time. And the markets only trend 40% of the time. So when those trends are there, you must pounce. But you can't just sit on the sidelines because that could be the day that you miss the one trade that didn't, or that made your entire year or two or decade. So that's why every opportunity that is there is a unique opportunity. And you must treat it unique. And during a stretch of time, you're going to be doing incredibly well. But it's the rest of the time that you got to make sure you don't bunk up anything, right? You got to make sure you don't just wreck your account during the times that markets aren't trending. So yeah, that's my really strong advocation for today. Uh, I wanted definitely to go through that with you guys because I thought that that was super, super, super appropriate. Okay, let's go next to Nima says, Nima, I see your comment there. Uh, ZS, let's go. He's saying July, uh, July, I don't know what cycle. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at, Nima. Toe dipping losses. That's how I start. Yeah, exactly. And and it should feel like that. It should feel like that, Ernie, because we are structuring these in a way, as you guys know, where we're putting on our smallest units at the beginning to make sure it's working. Uh, uh, Nicholas Darvis in the book How I Made Two Million Dollars in the Stock Market, he called that a pilot buy. And we're going to pyramid into those when they're working. But we have to dip our toe in. We have to, we're a scientist. It's just like a scientist has an hypothesis. He runs his tests. He looks at, he or she, looks at the outcomes and says, okay, based on the results, will I continue with this trade or will I go ahead and get out? That's what every trade should be like to you. And when you position size them correctly, it's just a little, a little cut, a little 1%, 2% cut, and that's it. All right, Nima, this one I did not want to put on because it's over $10. That's kind of my limit there. And yesterday's Carvana was like right on that limit. Um, but yeah, this one's between 10.30 and 10.90. It's 60 cents wide, 55 cents wide right now. Extrinsic value, let's take a look at it. Uh, it's over, it's basically 50% extrinsic value. That one I'm, I, I definitely wouldn't be interested in on that one, Nima. It's got too much extrinsic value and Zscaler. All right. So that's going to conclude our trading today. Make sure you guys come to the web class on Friday. Be sure you come live and invite your friends so you can win the webinar challenge. Everybody always wins every week. For sure, somebody's going to win. And it's not just one, it's everybody who participates. So be sure to come live, bring a friend. Looking forward to talk about how we can win or learn how you can use every single trade to improve your trading. Now, also, one last reminder, 
Tomorrow morning, I'm going to be at TCU giving uh, giving a speech there. Once I am done, I'll be heading back here. Should be here in time, but if not, I will still catch you on the live replay or on the on the live from my phone, and uh, we'll treat it like a def defensive day at that point. So thank you guys so much for coming to today's trading room. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Talk soon. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.